0: Let's take a breath. Welcome to Show Up and Surrender. This is a podcast about life, the good, the bad, and everything that can happen in between. From those big life-changing events to something from your day-to-day routine. My name is Biddy. I'm a yoga teacher and I live in the Netherlands. I'm very excited to share the conversations that I have with you. How do you show up and surrender for yourself? Showing up by giving yourself what you need and surrendering to the current moment, instead of always striving to be better or looking towards the future. I invite you to every now and then be in the here and now with me for just a moment. I hope this podcast will feel like you are sitting next to me at my kitchen table with your drink of choice, having a good conversation. Enjoy.
1: Welcome, everyone. I am so happy to introduce you to someone new to the podcast, but who is a very, very dear and close friend of mine, and I'm really excited that... We are able to record this today together. We have Lena on our podcast, and Lena is someone that I met through yoga. I actually met her in London, and before that, I already knew who she was because of the Find What Feels Good community that we are both a part of. And um, it's it was so lovely because when we first met, I only saw her for a moment. We had a hug. We spoke for about three, maybe five minutes max, but it was one of my favorite moments of that trip, and ever since then, we've become really close friends, and I'm really excited to introduce all of you listeners to the beautiful person that she is. So welcome, Lena.
2: Hi. Oh my gosh, there's just melted my heart and brought me right back to that place. Wow.
1: I just remember your smile there and just saying, I don't know if you know who I am, but I
2: was like, (laughs) yeah, I recognize you from your picture. (laughs) I was so nervous. And so I didn't know whether should I come to you or not, whether you recognize me. So I was very kind of shy and you were so welcoming, like, ah, like you are now. It's just... Hmm.
1: Now, oh, I'm so I'm so happy that we connected and that community has brought me so many good things, but the people that I met through Adrian, cuz let's just also name Adrian cuz that's her community. It has brought people in my life that I am so grateful to have and I think the friendships that have grown from there have made me um how do you say that without sounding too sappy, Um, a a much happier person. (laughs) So would you like to tell us just a little bit about yourself, maybe what you do, where you're from, where you
2: live? Uh, Sure, yeah. So I am a Slovenian living in Gozo, Malta, Um, currently in Slovenia traveling back and forth as as much as I can. Uh, I'm a yoga teacher uh, and in love with nature and walks and having beautiful convers- conversations like I have with you. And like this hopefully will be. I'm sure it will be. <laughs>
1: Thank you for sharing that. Yes, I, I love, I uh, will of course make sure that everyone knows where to find you, but I love your Uh, Instagram stories because you always show us the beautiful spots where you enjoy nature and you live in two places in the world where nature is very different one spot to the other but so beautiful both of them so yeah I highly recommend following Lena and connecting through her to nature it's 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 amazing I wanted to start by asking you something that I try to ask everyone who comes on the podcast which is what does show up and surrender mean to you? Or maybe even more so, how do you practice showing up for yourself and surrendering in your life? N- <laughs>
2: no biggie. A... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a big one. Uh, I, I thought about it and um, I've been really, really trying to surrender or practice surrendering in this moment. Um, and it's funny because sometimes we think we are surrendering but we're actually holding on like so much uh, onto things. Um, me especially, I'm very much up in the mind so it's it's hard to kind of let go and just surrender. And yeah, um, for me right now is is really leaning back a little bit and... Um, being really honest with with what is happening uh, in the present moment, what is happening with me, in my mind, in my body, in my heart, and um, just going from there and and showing up in this exact moment every time. Each time is different and checking in, like constantly checking in. Sometimes I, I do a really good job and sometimes I think I do a good job and then kind of everything comes up and it's like oh my God, I I have not been doing that. Um, Being okay with not knowing all the answers or not knowing the next step, but kind of trusting that as I take my next step, it will reveal my next step or it will kind of, yeah. Leaning back and being being okay with not knowing it all because I really love to know it all
1: (laughs) don't we all oh yeah do you because it's it's quite hard I think to do that right in a society where a lot of the things we do is about goals and especially um, in career and work situations it's quite often about where do you see yourself five years from now which is an interesting question right and it's something to dream about and I think it's Actually, really close to the subject that we'll talk about a little bit later. But finding the balance between setting goals and striving to get there while at the same time being okay with where, where you are now, it's a complete, I, I'm i trying to find a better word, so I'm just going to swear because I can't find a better word. It's a clusterfuck in your brain sometimes mm-hmm. because... Mm-hmm. Those two don't always match, right? Sometimes it's hard to be here while you're also supposed to be thinking five to ten years ahead. So do you have tools in place to help yourself come back to just this first step here right now?
2: Well, they change. I think they, they change yeah. as as, you know, everything changes, but... One of the things I, I learned recently from my coach, from from um, my mentor teacher uh, is she she said, ask yourself, where is, you know, when I get ahead of myself mm-hmm. and start planning, which of course we have to do, but it's like she said, where is your body in this moment? And this kind of brings me back to here here so whatever is going on and whatever is happening it's like how can I nourish myself now in this exact moment so for example if I'm feeling really good and the practice that I do um, that that I learned from her too are the four bodies so checking in with all parts of my being, being so physical emotional mental and energetical so how am I doing in all of those and where do I need to kind of um yeah, put more into it, or loving care, or, uh, yeah, just every time. And, 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 you know, doing that and then knowing that it can change in the next five minutes, which can be extremely freaking hard. Um, But, yeah, practicing also being... Which you remind me so often of that I forget a, a lot of time. Just being kind to myself when I don't, you know, take time to, to check in and be in the present moment and surrender. And
1: oh, Thank you for sharing that. I love, I think I'm... Just using this podcast to secretly take all these ideas and inspiration for the tools. Because like you said, it's always changing. Like what works changes. What you can do easily changes as well, depending on where you're at in your life. And then to fill this toolbox with all these ways that you can help yourself be kind to yourself, help yourself be in the moment, help yourself surrender, and help yourself show up is amazing. And I feel like every person that comes on this podcast and talks about it has their own little, not little, has their own ways of coming back to yourself. And it's so useful. And I'm really hoping that people listening are also taking out the things that they can use because, you know, not everything is for everyone. It's it's different for everyone, what works and what doesn't. But I love having all these options. So thank you for sharing that.
2: Oh, you're welcome. It's oh, yeah. just, I was thinking just lately that how, you know, us as yoga teachers, we are here to kind of show or give people the tools so they can use them. And and I love that, you know, we can share. And it's not mine, you know, to hold it on to. I want all of the people to use this because it would be so much easier on all of us, if we can use those tools. And they're not the same for everyone. And mine, my tools always change, you know. And, yeah. and But it, it's really, for me, it's, it's really checking in often, often. And really checking in, not just like, blah, 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 how am I feeling? But really taking time for yourself. Yeah. Sit down and take time because i've been there before like oh yeah i'm fine and i've been there recently i'm almost there now but yeah i'm practicing um yeah just really 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 take time be super honest what's going on and what do you need because you have to take care of yourself first this is like really my my go-to you yeah. cannot like Adrian says, "You cannot pour out of an empty cup, and it's so true, and for me is a special i think for for me for my personality, if I'm not feeling joy and 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 you know contentment with me, i cannot people will not have anything yeah of me so yeah
1: i d- I just want to add one thing to that before we go to our to our topic, but I also want to say that it's also okay to sometimes not do it because that also serves a purpose. Sometimes you have to be kind to yourself for not always digging deep because you can't always dig deep, right? It's it's sometimes you know that if you go deep, you will need time to process what, what you find there. And sometimes you just have to do the thing. Sometimes you have to, I don't know, go to dinner with your parents or, you know, so, <laughs> there are sometimes things that are equally important to you and then you have to make a choice mm-hmm. and then it's okay to just say I'm fine you can wave things away for a little bit
2: mm-hmm, I definitely. think the
1: difference comes in is being aware of the fact that you're doing that mm-hmm. like knowing that okay there might be something that I need to dig into a little bit deeper I will promise myself I will do that but not right now mm-hmm. not today maybe mm-hmm. tomorrow
2: Yeah. It's the awareness. It's, it, it always comes down to awareness, right? So true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just wanted to point that out in case people are like, I'm not up to digging deep today. That's okay. That's okay. You don't always (laughs) have to do that. It's
2: it's so true. Sometimes you just have to, uh, get away from your crystals, put away your cards and just live your life. Right. Go out and eat french fries exactly (laughs) exactly yeah and I do that too it's like and it can be exhausting especially now I think there's so much pressure at least I felt it like I have to constantly grow and evolve and and and, you know be the best version of myself and it's exhausting Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you just have to yeah take a break and like you said and, and sometimes you just have to do the things that you don't necessarily like but you just have to do them yeah that's life
1: Exactly, which makes it, it's an interesting thing to then move on to the topic that we chose to talk about because we have this list. So let's just state that you will be back to talk about the other things that we had on our list mm-hmm. at some point, right?
2: Mm,
1: yes, Okay. Okay. With good pleasure. We will take the pressure off then. And Ooh. then the one topic that we chose to talk about today is something that's been on the topic list ever since this podcast started last season with Marcella. And it's something that I kept putting off because... I'm not sure how I feel about it. So that makes it a very interesting discussion topic, but also a little bit scary to make it the topic for a podcast, because I have no idea where this conversation is going to go. (laughs) But it's about finding, well, maybe not even the balance, but there's two trains of thoughts. And of course, there's nuance to it. So I'm just going to make it very black and white. And I'm just want to point out that I'm aware that there's different steps in between. You have the train of thought that says step out of your comfort zone. All the good things happens outside of your comfort zone. Like when you scroll through Instagram, it's not hard to find meme after, not meme after meme, but inspirational quote after quote talking about how everything good is outside your comfort zone. Then there's the train of thought that says try not to push yourself into situations where you don't want to be, know yourself good and well enough to choose the things that fit you, to choose the things that make you feel good, to do whatever nourishes your body, your soul, your mind, whatever needs nourishing. So it's the two different sides. And I think I have a theory, I think because I'm I'm slightly older. I say slightly, I don't know. I'm older than most of my friends, which is... Wiser. You are wiser. (laughs) And I'm fine with being older. I just want to point that out. I I really, it doesn't really mean that much to me, but I do notice it sometimes in things like this, where I think, yeah, step out of your comfort zone might be slightly overrated in some circles. (laughs) It's like, you see it a lot in... For instance, um, the fitness industry, like you have to push yourself and it has to hurt and then it, then it's doing stuff, right? It's pushing yourself, pushing yourself, pushing yourself. And I did that. I mean, I did all of it. I did the heart workouts. I did, um, things, I don't know that some people would think are out of comfort. I jumped out of airplanes. I got my skydiving license. I went on trips by myself. I did a lot of things that maybe for some people would seem outside of a comfort zone except I felt comfortable doing them. I felt comfortable Mm. doing each and every one of those. It was something that I wanted to do, not because it was scary, but because I thought it would be fun. So maybe that's why I have an issue with it, because my comfort zone is quite big. I, Mm -hmm. I fit in easily, and I like trying new things without finding them scary. So maybe that's why I don't like that train of thought because outside of my comfort zone is usually like painful or, or, or really not good for you. So I think maybe that's why I find this a hard topic. But I'm very curious to hear your thoughts about it because it's also a big thing in the yoga community as well, right? Do mm-hmm. you push yourself to do that certain asana? That might not feel good in your body, but it's the way the pose is supposed to be? Or do you stay in the comfort zone where it, where it feels nice and where your body almost sighs with relief and it's like it's coming home? So, <laughs> I said so much. I'm going to stop talking. I got carried away. I'm just going to ask yourself, like, first reaction, move outside of your comfort zone or stay within?
2: I like to stay within, to be honest. Um, I, especially like you said it now, oh, in, in, when, in, in yoga practice, like I like to stay in the comfort zone, but I also like to kind of see where my edge is. And I think yoga practice is a good way to kind of go slow, but really go slowly, not And I like to, I just have to be really super honest. Uh, Like, I push myself. I push myself too. And then I see it after when I'm not mindful of the mat. Um, And then the next day I feel my knees and I feel the pain there. And it's like, oh my God, that's not not good. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think maybe, I don't know, some people like to just take a step and dive off a cliff, and, you know, I'm not that kind of person, you know, I take baby steps, and I'm just, you know, kind of checking in how it is, where, until when can I go, until where can I go, um, testing the area, How how is it called, yeah, um, but yeah, it, I think it gives us, stepping out of our comfort zone a little bit, I think gives us the taste of, you know, it depends what what are you trying to achieve. For example, if you want to do, I don't know, uh, a headstand, what's your goal in, in in doing that? Is is just you standing on your head and saying, yeah, oh yeah, I, I don't know, or is it, I don't, I don't know, to to strengthen the muscles around the shoulders? Or on, it's, I think it depends on on the goal. Especially in, for me, it's in yoga practice. It's like this. So I'm more of a, yeah, staying in the comfort zone. But I think there's so much beauty that happens also in, outside of the comfort zone, which doesn't mean it has to be like super uncomfortable. You just have to, I think individually, you have to see how uncomfortable do you want to, to be. You know, and you don't have to be like super uncomfortable. That's what I teach in my in, in my classes. Yeah, you don't you don't have to push yourself because it's not, especially in yoga, it's not a competition. And just go. And it, it again, it depends on a day. And you just can't, again, we come back to that checking in constantly. You know, some days you'll be super prepared to to take a leap and jump out of a plane, and some days you won't be um so i don't i don't have the right answers either <laughs> it's but it's so
1: interesting right because I, I love what you said that it's about the goal and i think that's where a lot happens that we just rush past often when we're talking about getting out of your comfort zone what i what i often think and that's very judgmental of myself and i'm very aware of this but i often think when I look at people who are just pushing themselves, pushing, 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 I always wonder, what are you running away from? Right? Mm -hmm. Because, but but that's because that's what I did when I pushed myself when I was a lot younger, and I was going fast, and I was trying to do all the things. In hindsight, I realized that I was just not ready to deal with um, losing people that I loved. And living in a body that didn't feel good because I was injured a lot because of my hypermobility that's been undiagnosed for forever. And I was so tired of not feeling good that I just kept on pushing and rushing past that. And in hindsight, I now see like, oh, that's what I was doing. Interesting. And it worked for quite a long time until, of course, my body at some point said, okay, now we're just Mm -hmm. done and my body collapsed. I had a massive burnout Mm -hmm.
2: because,
1: you know your 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 whole self has the tendency of catching up on you even though you try to leave part of you behind it always catches up at some point so i that's what i think when i see a lot of people pushing themselves and i might be completely wrong they might be completely in tune with themselves and consciously challenging themselves mm. do you think that maybe because i know i know my background i know your background i know we've we've had some really big challenges in our lives that we had to deal with. Maybe it's also because we've already been through a lot. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: We are now more prone to seek the comfort because there have been so many challenges already. We've dealt with loss and it's been painful and you're trying to find ways to nurture yourself instead of challenge yourself.
2: Oh my God, definitely. Definitely it's, I definitely agree, Um, and, and, you know, it's, when I think about it, it's really, for me, trying to practice it right now, in this exact moment, is trying to find more joy in my life, not just constantly push, and push, and push, and push, Uh, so yeah, it definitely is, is because there, there was a lot of pain, and a lot of, you know, things that, that we've we've gone through. And I could not agree more with, with you on, on the, um, yeah, running away. I, I saw it in myself. But I think, you know, you're not in... I would say that a lot of people are not aware of of this, that maybe they're running away from something or they want to show the world that they are strong and they, they can do, you know, stuff like that. Um, on the mat off the mat um but yeah i i just want to be comfortable
1: (laughs) i'm with you we're both a snuggly blanket nice food yeah yeah Yeah. yeah.
2: now now my goal is to just have a little house somewhere in the woods and have a little garden and just be comfortable (laughs) not deal with any more drama and yeah and i think you know we've been through so much Not just us, but... As people. past Yeah, Yeah. past couple of... I mean, things are just getting more and more and more insane. And no wonder... I mean, for me, I want to get comfortable. Definitely. Yeah. I don't want to... In the world that is going mad, I don't want to push myself.
1: That's a very good point. Yes. I think also the circumstances that you're in are such a big part of what what is your comfort zone to begin with like what is it where is it and that's such a personal thing as well because everyone mm. deals with let's let's call it trauma because i think it's a collective trauma that we've been through in the past few years with covid with mm. the war that's now happening i think there are all these different levels of trauma that we're dealing with and that impacts what is comfort to each and every one of us it'll be different for each and every one of us and I know we are in a luxury position, right? Compared to other people living in this world, we are safe. We are fed. We are living fairly fearless in the world's in the countries that we're in. Yes. So that is that is a luxury and that is a comfort that others don't have. And I'm very much aware of that more so now than I was a couple of years ago. I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one there, but That also makes it, um, I don't know how to say this. Let me find the word. It feels privileged to say Mm. that you have to step out of your comfort zone because that's where the good things happen. And I think that's why I sometimes get this negative feeling when I see stuff like that on social media. It's been a reason for me to unfollow people when they say stuff like that because Mm. for me, it presents a form of privilege to be able to make that choice instead of being pushed out of your comfort zone by your circumstance, but choosing to do it. Do you know how privileged you are? And I know I am privileged, right? I know this. And I'm trying to be respectful of that fact that not treating it as a given right, but treating it as what it is. It's luck. It's pure and simple Mm. luck that I was born in this country. Oh. With the freedom that I have, right? It's
2: yeah, I love how you how you put that in words. Um, um, it's the the use of words. I, it's so important how we use the words because discomfort, I mean, you can you know some people say, yeah, you you can only grow if you get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. you can only you can you can grow in different areas as well. You don't have to go out of your comfort zone.
1: I think you can blossom when you feel safe. Yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. And, and and you know it really depends on on a situation. For example, if you go on the mat and you and you I don't know but then it really comes down to this discomfort and, and where is comfort for you. But you know, when you go on the mat, for example, and you do a hard pose that you weren't able to do, I don't know, two months ago, Mm -hmm. you maybe, you had to go a little bit out of your comfort zone, or maybe you had to, I don't know, go go out of the comfort zone of, you know, getting on the mat daily, because that was not comfortable for you. That in itself, yes. You know, and then when you do the pose, actually after two months, and it was hard, and you do it, and you do it with ease and comfort, and with easy breath that gives you such a good feeling inside it gives you a boost of confidence um so it it really it really depends yeah i think as as always it's so individual so um yeah i love i love how you said that because i tend to focus
1: on when people talk about that like on the big things like on the strenuous things but we tend to forget that sometimes I don't, for lack of a better word, let's call it the big wins, mm-hmm. are in the small things.
2: Oh, oh, oh but yes, But they yes. are
1: still, they are still things that might be out of your comfort zone. I think it's trying to figure out, and that's, I've been struggling that with that, and you can hear that probably as you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> like, it's an ongoing process in my brain. Like, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it literally mean, right? Stepping out of your comfort zone, and. Um, getting on your yoga mat in itself can be out of your comfort zone for people. That's such a true statement. And mm. there's, I have this one example that just popped in my head. I, I've i had five or six surgeries on my wrist because, because of the hypermobility. There were a lot of issues in the wrist and I was unable to use my hand for anything more than just gently moving my fingers for a long time. I could not, could not put pressure on my hand at all could not play guitar, could not type on a keyboard. And um, my surgeon, who is amazing, if you ever have wrist problems, I, <laughs> I I tell everyone to go see him because he's just, he's so good. Um, through several surgeries, he, he guided me and he said, listen, I can't promise you that you'll be able to do all those things again, but I want to make sure that you can move your hand pain-free and at least have a functional hand so you can do all the things that you need to do to take care of yourself. And when I was still in pain after the final surgery that we did, and they they actually shortened my ulna, like the bone in my arm, because it was putting too much pressure in the joint, I still wasn't able to put my hand flat on the ground and push up. Like doing plank pose was impossible, but even just gently helping myself get up from a chair by leaning on a table like you sometimes do, Mm. I couldn't do that. And then I was like, okay, so he's done everything for me that he can and it should all be able to work, but I was still in a lot of pain because the whole body was just in stress mode, I think, and it was weak because I had been in casts for years. Mm. And then I started doing yoga. And I started practicing with Adrienne, and I did the very first 30-day challenge I think she ever made. And I was not able to do, I think, 80% of it. And I hated that because when I do something, I want to do it right. (laughs) Especially back then. That was, like, really in the beginning of my yoga journey. And it was hard and confrontational and out of my comfort zone to not do the things Instead of pushing myself to do the things, I had to pull myself back because I just, I simply couldn't. Physically, I could not do that. But by getting on my mat every day anyway, crying in frustration that I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do, being so angry and annoyed with myself for not being able to do the things I wanted to do, I started noticing progress, which of Mm -hmm. course is the magic of Yoga. And I practiced yoga before, off and on, but it never had the impact that it did then, because suddenly, at one point, I realized that I had done a 15-minute practice without skipping anything.
0: Mm-hmm. And it
1: happened so gradually. Yeah. And I was like, wait. And then at some point, I did a side plank on my bed wrist. And I sent the picture to my surgeon and I said, look what I just did. And he was like, how, what did you do? And it wasn't um, me necessarily working towards doing that with my wrist, but me wanting to feel better and getting back on my mat every day for even just a little bit, even just to sit there and cry because I couldn't do the things I wanted to do, but getting on that mat regardless got me to a point where I was able to do all the things without me even aiming to do that. That was never my goal, the side plank. My goal was to just feel a little bit better about this body that wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. So thank you for pointing out that the comfort zone is not always what we think it is. Sometimes it is not doing something, or sometimes it is... Stepping on a yoga mat even though you think yoga is stupid or or trying that piece of fruit that you always hated but you never know, right? It can be small little things that don't necessarily mean pushing your body to do something. It can be something completely different instead. Oh, yeah. Interesting Mm -hmm. though. I've, like I said, I had no idea where this <laughs> conversation was going to go. So but I then, love where it went. Do we have a conclusion? Sorry, I interrupted you. I,
2: I, I have a conclusion no don't, no, don't worry about it. I have a, a, just a comment on, on your story. I, I love that, and I think that's just this example of you coming back is like I like, I don't want to say perfect, but this is show up and surrender." Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And I don't know. I I don't know if we have the conclusion. Do we have one? (laughs) I I think one one of them (laughs) is. I think when you when you grow older and smarter. You know, you know more. (laughs) That's one of them. (laughs) That's one of
1: them. I think the other one, the conclusion that might be an interesting one for people to play around with a little bit is. What is your comfort zone?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you step out of it, what does that mean? Before you decide to push yourself into something that might not feel natural to you, because that might be it, right? Your comfort zone yeah. might be doing the things that feel natural, but just check with yourself. Where does my comfort zone live and mm-hmm. where am I in that space? And why do I want to push myself? That what you said, like, what is the goal right. here? Do I want to what do a headstand book? because everyone else in class does it?
2: And I want to post it on Instagram for everyone because it to
1: looks see. pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or do I want it for me, for my
2: body, for yeah? Because it has a certain, you know, it has certain benefits, and I will build my confidence, and it will build, you know, my my strength in the body. So, what is it? Yeah,
0: I
1: love that. So, actually, more questions instead of answers. <laughs>
2: that's the conclusion (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh thank you for talking that through with me though yeah i loved it thank you for inviting me this was so much fun i can't wait to
1: dive into the rest of our topics in another episode
2: me too
0: of course we would love
1: to hear your thoughts listener Do you even think about this? Are you just happy that this episode is over because it didn't do anything? We'd love to hear that too. But yeah, tell us about your comfort zone. Do you step out of it? Do you want to step out of it? And why? Yeah, let us know. Go to our website for all the information, for the links to follow Lena, And we'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening to Show Up and Surrender. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information about the podcast and about our guests, go to showupandsurrender.com. On our tips page there, you can also find links to anything that we may have mentioned and ways to connect to our guests. We'll be back soon with another episode of Show Up and
0: Surrender. I hope you'll join us.